Welcome back to the 40 Man Active Podcast. I'm your host, Devin Bomshin. Baseball's past, present, and future, where we cover everything from experiences of baseball's past to the current events of the Major League Baseball Association, as well as looking into the future of the game of Major League Baseball. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Uh, he is probably uh, someone I wouldn't call the average fan, like this podcast is kind of meant for. He's one of the most uh, knowledgeable people about baseball um, or just sports in general at this point. Uh, my good buddy, Nevin Drake. Uh, we are going to discuss the power rankings of the 2022 season as of March 11th uh, from MLB.com. And we will also be discussing the top 100 prospects. Uh, that Major League Baseball has recently put out as well. Nevin, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me in. And did you just refer to it as the Major League Baseball Association? <laughs> I guess there isn't an association. No, it's no just the Major League Baseball. We were talking about it beforehand, um, and you had made that joke, so I guess it kind of stuck. Yes. I guess we can go ahead and start with um, probably the most important part about uh, this upcoming season is the upcoming stars that are going to be uh, entering Major League Baseball, they've played, they've either been just been drafted and they're highly ranked, or they are um, veterans of minor league baseball playing at uh, single A, low or high, 2A or 3A for some of these players the last couple of years who are on the MLB Pipeline Top 100 Prospects list. Uh, what do you think about the entirety of the list? Who are some standouts that you see um, who we all just kind of expect to be good in the next year or so? Well, I mean, the top three... You got, obviously, you got Bobby Witt Jr. for the Royals. You got Adley Rutschman, catcher in the Orioles system. And Julio Rodriguez, an outfielder, slash, I would imagine, going to be a DH for the Mariners. But I think those three guys are a lock to play and start at some point this year. Same with number four, Spencer Torkelson for the Tigers. But, you know, I think you could see almost anybody in the top ten cracking the MLB this year uh, with relative ease. Um, if I if I want to look at somebody outside the top ten though, and somebody that catches my mind, it'd be first year uh, drafty uh, Brady House, Brady House for the Nationals. I think he, I believe he was the eleventh overall pick. For he, the he was definitely in the in the the first half top of fifteen. The draft. He, top he was 15. definitely top fifteen draft picks. I mean, the Nationals as a Nationals fan, I do have to ad- admit this last season we hadn't been the greatest. Um, I mean, our GM nearly threw away the entirety of our roster uh, at the trade deadline. So I can, I, it gives me a little bit of hope to see him on that list. It was, it was 11th overall. It was right. Uh, I mean, he's a rookie, right? You know, he, he's a younger dude. He's 19 years old. He did play 16 games in rookie ball in 2021, which is rare. A lot of times for 2020, we're like that year of the draft that you don't see them playing right away. They'll usually take a gap year. And just kind of work it, like get implemented into the organization and stuff like that. But Brady House played 16 games. I mean, he hit 322 with four home runs in 16 games. Like, that's a home run every four games. And if he plays some solid, he's a big dude for a shortstop. If you can, he's 6'4, 215. So he's, he's a big dude out there. I could see him transitioning to third base as he gets older. But the power's there. The average is there from the small sample size, and I, I believe next year when the list comes out, he'll be a top 25, top 15 type of guy. So we've talked about the guys that we just kind of expect to blow up in the next couple of years, be it their, uh, their entrance into the league 
or you know that we watch their career progress through the minors this year, next year, and then eventually seeing them on the big stage or in the show, as it's referred to as. Who are some sleeper picks um, in the top 100 or even outside the top 100 who uh, not only you but just fans of, of baseball in general should be really looking forward to see uh, have a breakout season or a breakout career later down the line? I think right now there's a few... There's a lot of names on the on the list that I that will graduate within the first week. We excuse me, the first week of the season because they'll be on the opening day rosters and with their service time they'll be graduated from the list. So it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. But if another guy, if a guy like Francisco Lindor has injury problems like he's had for you know some of his career and like he did a lot of last year for the Mets, I mean look for number seventy eight prospect Ronnie Mauricio to come up and kind of make a big jump and possibly break out. He's only 20 years old, but, you know, he's supposed to start out the year in AAA, and he's a switch hitter. He's got pop from both sides of the plate, big contact, great glove, and he could, I guess you could say he's kind of like a bigger version of Francisco Lindor. That's definitely something that the Mets could need. I mean, Lindor's on a big money contract. You don't want to spend that kind of money through the entirety if he's still able to be traded away later on for, you know, some decent... Um, prospects in that regard based on the first year that Lindor had in New York I don't think anybody's buying that contract that he just got (laughs) um but every year year in and year out I think it's pretty safe to say that the Mets are the most injured team in baseball every single year despite having one of the highest payrolls they end up being pretty bad uh this year this year should be different I think you know they got a two-headed monster out of (laughs) starting five you got the best pitcher in baseball, Degrom, and arguably the second best pitcher in baseball, Scherzer, following him up. No, no, don't, 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 don't discredit Scherzer. Scherzer. He's old. He's been in the league for plenty of time, but he is debatably the best pitcher in in baseball. Right Scherzer now. is a psychopath. He's probably pissed. He's going to be the number two coming out of the rotation, and Degrom's number one. He's probably going to fight Degrom. I, I don't, I don't blame him. I mean, I don't know if you've seen um, the the fan made documentary on Max Scherzer, but it talks about his experience at Mizzou. They referred to him as a psychopath, it's calling him crazy. His his head coach said that he's surprised that he, he made it this long alive. <laughs> was that was that the was that the baseball doesn't exist? Yes, the yes. one where he talks about eating three Chipotle burritos uh, because his his teammates dared him to at a Chipotle uh, in one sitting, mind you, not like throughout a day in one sitting. Um, and he he went on to say that he he eats um, he eats a sandwich with about. Uh, half a pound of roast beef before every single start. I mean, the guy's crazy, but you have to give him credit. He he uses that crazy mentality and that uh, as a fuel for his uh for his his play. He's well, absolutely ruthless on the mound. Was that the uh Was it was it his brother that passed away and he went out and he pitched the next day? I, it was something like that. I don't know if I don't remember if that's the case. I don't know but if it was he's his brother. Had, he's definitely had some days where it feels like he's got some like baggage that he's getting off on the mound. Well, I know that so the the thing with Max Scherzer is uh, in that video that we were talking about. They talked mm-hmm. about. I think it, I want to say it was his brother, and if it's not, I'm sorry, Max. You don't hear me, but it's fine. Um, hey, you never know. You never know. Yes, maybe. Uh, no, but he went out and he pitched the next day, even though everybody told him not to, and he was like, he he pitched fine, but he was struggling mentally, and I think he said that the way that he's gonna kind of deal with the whole death was to just never talk about it again and just only talk about baseball and you know i i guess it's worked for him he's uh he's pretty good you know he was one pitch away from throwing a perfect game uh 
I hate you, Jose Tabata. You leaned into that pitch, and I'll never forgive you. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever forgives someone who, who does that kind of thing. They won't forgive you, but they'll forget you. Nobody remembers who you are. Except for you. Except for you. Yes, and Pirates fans, because, you know, he was mid, and that's better than most of their players. <laughs> Speaking of, of mid, um, we talked a lot about players who who you think are kind of sleepers in that top 100 and we've also talked about players who are like cutthroat, like outright, these guys are going to be stars from what we've seen. Who is probably your favorite prospect on the top 100? I know you're a Royals fan. You're Kansas City born and raised. There's, I, I know everyone who knows the top 100 list. We've talked, we've said his name once already. Royals fans in general know who he is. They're super excited for the season. I'm super excited for his season. Who is this man? I'm going to tell you something right now. Bobby Witt Jr., is Mike Trout. Bobby Wood Jr., when it is all said and done, will have a better career than Mike Trout. I'm saying it right now. If you've seen the video floating around of their swings side by side, they're identical other than the leg kick and where they start with their hands and their batting stance. But his swing is identical. The follow through, how short they are to the ball. And arguably, Bobby Wood Jr., at his peak, will be more valuable than Mike Trout is because he plays a more premium position in shortstop. And shortstop is an extremely important position. It's a it's a rare position to find players who are like really good at what they do at short. I mean, even in the Royals organization, they have four infielders that can play those two spots at second and, and shortstop. But only one of those players in the last five years for the Royals has consistently been able to play that. And he's not even to the same level that Bobby Witt has been, even at the minor league level. I think there's only two players in the top 100 that you could label five tool players uh first that I'll, the first one i'll say is number five prospect riley green for the tigers he is his bat may not be there yet he'll be up at some point during the season but i think they're kind of just waiting on his bat even though he has hit 300 plus in the minors but he, if he started right now he may hit 220 but he'd win a gold glove like he's that good in the field and then bobby wood jr is the other one i mean he had I think it was 38, uh, no, 33 home runs, sorry, my bad, <laughs> 33 home runs in the minors last year split between double A AA and triple A, like basically half and half, not, a, there was, there wasn't really a drop off in average, I mean, 295 to 285 and from double A to triple A is kind of to be expected because that's a big jump, but he hit more home runs in triple A and 11 more at bats. I mean, this this kid's the real deal. He was one stolen base short of a 30-30 season in the minors. But, you want to know something? Hmm. He got that 30th stolen base for a 30-30 season, but it was in the third inning of a game, and the game got rained out, and so the stats didn't count. That's ridiculous. That is a really interesting thing, and we can talk about this later on in the longevity of this podcast, is, is the way that MLB rules work with rainouts and everything like that. I mean... There was a stat, and once again, I'm a Nationals fan, so this will be engraved in my brain for forever. Um, Juan Soto hit his first or hit a home run before his major league debut because of the way they do stats for rainouts and rescheduled games. There was a game in May of that season that he uh, that he had hit a home run, or sorry, that was rained out, that was rescheduled later on in the season. He made his debut, then he proceeded to hit a home run in the uh, the rainout game as a starter for that game which technically in the stat book means he hit a home run in may even though he made his major league debut in like june of that year which is 
a little ridiculous to think about. Speaking of ridiculous, why don't we go ahead and talk about the confidence of the Dodgers? Um, and I am speaking of the MLB power rankings uh, that have that came out on March 11th of this year. You talking about the Dave Roberts thing? Yes, I'm talking about Dave Roberts. Um, his thoughts on spring training. You can watch that on um, MLB.com, or I mean, you can find it on Twitter. It was a really uh, it, it it went viral. Let's be honest. His response to um, being asked about uh, the Dodgers coming up into the season in the number one spot of power rankings is the Dodgers, and why is that, Nevin? Money. Money. They spent a lot of money in the last couple of years. I mean, they, they all they do, up, right? They, they're one of the largest markets in baseball. They picked up Trey Turner from the Nationals last year. They picked up Max Scherzer from the Nationals last year. I'm still mad about that as a Nationals fan, but you kind of just have to get over it. Um, Trey Turner will be staying with the Dodgers for this season. Uh, they made an agreement on arbitration this year, uh, so he is there for only one more season. Uh, and then he hits free agency once again. On top of that, they also have the classic Dodgers roster. Clayton Kershaw chokes in the minors, but he's still good in the regular se- or sorry in, in the uh, postseason. But he's still really good in the regular season. But the rest of their team is just absolutely stacked. Uh, Frederick. They also <laughs> picked up Freddie Freeman, uh, probably the second best first baseman in baseball. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is better. Uh, but yeah, they don't have a weakness other than maybe third base, and that's still Pop-Tart's position that he's holding down, Justin Turner, but he may be the weakest link, or maybe Chris Taylor, but other than that, they don't have a weakness. No, their, their pitching rotation is arguably the best in baseball, other than outside probably the Mets. Well, and, and here's the thing, right? Speaking of like their pitching, the guys that are in their bullpen are supposed to be starters, but they have so many of them that are ready for the majors that they just have them stuck in the bullpen, so they're still good there. And then in the, I mean, even on field, they have, they have Turner at, at uh, shortstop. They've got Turner at third. They've got Frederick at first. We're talking about Freddie Freeman, of course, like you mentioned. Gavin they've Lux. Got, they've got Gavin Hux on the field. Lux. Lux, sorry. Gavin Lux on the field. And then they've also got all-star Will Smith behind the plate. Will Smith is continuously ranked the number, the, the top five, sometimes number one catcher in the league. That's arguable once again. He's a he's a he's a Royals fan. Uh, I'm very very partial to catchers, so I think it's Salvador Perez. But we'll we'll leave that for a later conversation. Um, of course, we also have um, my least favorite catcher in the league, White Sox catcher. Uh, I won't even mention his name because I don't like him that much. Are you talking about the one that hit 180 this last year? Or? Yes, yes, yeah. the one who is arguably the worst catcher at the plate, but the best catcher behind the plate makes no sense to me. However, speaking of the White Sox, they're sitting in that number two spot. They've got Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, and Lance Lynn on their roster this year. Um, they're in the number two spot. I don't believe they should be that high, especially, you know, they didn't perform as well last year. I mean, they still have Tim Anderson, which is great for them. He's a power hitter, and he can field the ball relatively well. Oh, they got Jose Abreu still. Mashes lefties. Uh, he will probably, even if he doesn't play baseball, he'll mash lefties in his 60s. But they're <laughs> out. They're out. <laughs> they're outfield. Their outfield is, is, is actually crazy. They have one of the like perennial power threats in the league, Eloy Jimenez, and then they have my dark horse AL MVP candidate, Luis Robert, playing center. The dude is unreal. First base, I mean, you got Abreu. Right field, you can play you can play multi, multiple different guys out there, but I think they'll go with Gavin Sheets, probably. Big, tall, lefty, kind of 
He's basically Joey Gallo if he could hit anything other than a home run or a single. But <laughs> although I, I'm pretty sure this is a stat, you can look it up. I'm 90% sure that Joey Gallo has more home runs than singles in his career. I think that was the stat that I saw. I, I think you're right. He's, yeah, he's definitely not a productive hitter. He's a uh, he's a power hitter. Three true outcome. That is all he is: home run, walk, strikeout. But the White Sox, until I see more out of the whole team, like they got to the playoffs last year, they won the AL Central, which but which is not an accomplishment, has is notoriously doo doo year in and year out. Uh, Royals are winning the World Series this year, but anyway, uh, no, I, the White Sox are good. They're just not number two worthy, in my opinion. And then in the three spot for the power rankings are the Rays. This is the team that I think is is a lot better than it used to be. Uh, the Rays have notoriously been a hit or miss this last couple these last couple of years. They've been extremely extremely electric, um, and especially with some of their off season pickups. I mean, it, you you have to you have to be completely honest, especially after uh, the COVID fiasco from. A couple of years ago, where they cut off this, they cut the season extremely short, and they ended up playing it on MLB The Show uh, for, for a good half of what the season was originally scheduled to be. Um, and of course, you can't discount that they have probably some of the, the everyone's favorite player, um, even if he's not as good as he should be. He is genuinely everyone's favorite player to watch. Um, I believe you know exactly who I'm talking about. Previous Royal, everyone's favorite. You talk about the Rays? Yes, I'm talking about the Rays. Oh, Brett Phillips, obviously. Everyone loves Brett Phillips. Maverick is his nickname. It's actually, it's actually his middle name. Uh, he's named after his father, Maverick Phillips. Um, so uh, he's exciting to watch. But the but the Rays. What do you what do you really think about the Rays? The Rays. The Rays are a wild card every year, literally. Um, they're a good team. I don't think they'll ever win a World Series without upping that payroll. Uh, they play Moneyball, and I'm sorry, you playing Moneyball and having a payroll less than like $70 million is not going to win your World Series. But here's the thing. The Rays are good. They might win the AL East. They still have a top five farm system in baseball. They still have guys on the come up, and that is insane. I mean, they'll have... Guys like Shane Boz, who I mean, who are on the list, but he's basically a major leaguer. Same with Vidal Brujan. Uh, Wander Franco graduated the list last year, but was the consensus number one prospect coming into last year. They're young, they're good, and they know how to win. But when it comes t- when it comes time to get all of them paid, that's when they all get traded. That that is that is a consistent problem with a lot of teams. I mean, <laughs> athletics. <laughs> there's a movie about that. It's called Moneyball. Yes. Um, I mean, there the a lot of the problems with these teams, especially out of Florida, because Florida is a big market state, but because you have so many teams in the same area, you kind of run into uh, a payroll issue of you have to split your fan base in the state between those two teams. And New York doesn't really have that problem because New York is not only one of the most populated states in the nation, but I mean, everyone loves the Mets. It's all about the Mets, baby. Go Mets. Or you've got the Yankees, who are a historic team that everyone is a fan of, except for American League fans. Is it the uh, the Yankees fans are Giants fans, right? And then the Mets fans are Jets fans. Is that I think? I think that's it? how that goes. Yeah, you have the Metropolitans and the Jetropolitans. Um, 
And then you have, of course, we're talking about the, the, the New York football giants, not the, the San Francisco giants. There's a very specific um, difference between those two. Yeah, but the Yankees, uh, another just interesting team. I don't know if I'd put them top five because I, the, I think the Yankees will finish third in the, sorry, uh, fourth in the East. I got the Red Sox winning the East. I got the Blue Jays coming in second, the Rays coming in third, and the Yankees coming in fourth. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they're going to even win their division, let alone make the playoffs. That That is entirely possible, and their biggest issue is they, to my knowledge, they have yet to come to agreement with Judge when it comes to arbitration, which means if they don't, he doesn't play for them this year. Um, or sorry, no, they, uh, they, they give him less money, which means possibly he doesn't want to play as... Uh, as much to his potential as possible, um, and then after that, you know, who knows? He may never. Well, and depending be a Giant, on the or a Yankee again, and depending on the state of New York and how they feel about being political about anything, Aaron Judge is not vaccinated, and we could. I mean, I know they just lifted the rule and Kyrie is able to play, but if they ever put that back into effect, Aaron Judge can't play home games, which will hundred percent kill the offense of the the Yankees. Moving over to the other side of New York. Rounding out the number five, uh, at number five for the the top five teams in the MLB power rankings is the Mets, big market team. They just put on Max Scherzer this year, so they've got one of the top rotations in the league. They did just get rid of Thor, who has been dealing with uh, some injury issues the last couple of years. Um, but what do you, what do you think about uh, Starling Marte, Mark Canna, Max Scherzer, and Eduardo Escobar being on the Yankee? Or sorry, the Mets this year. Okay, so the the rotation. Uh, you're pretty solid. You got Degrom, and following up Degrom, you exchange Cindergard for Scherzer, essentially, and then you got Taiwan Walker, Carlos Carrasco, and uh, who's the who's the other one? I'm I'm blanking. Uh, maybe David Peterson. There's another one that I can't think of. Um, but that's a top five rotation in baseball right there, especially if Carlos Carrasco is pre-cancer. Carlos Carrasco. Obviously, it's not his fault that he, you know, probably lost a bunch of, like, strength and just stamina and all, from all the treatment that he had to go through. But if he is back to what he was for the Guardians, uh, that could be a dangerous rotation outside of the top two. And then I think that a lot of people say you can't win a World Series through free agency. You win it through trades and developing prospects. If the Mets are going to win it this year, they did it through free agency. They picked up a very, very underrated guy in Starling Marte who has seen his value just kind of go up and up and up over the last few years, even as he's gotten older. I believe he's 33 or 34 now. Uh, he's good signing for them. Mark Canna, kind of an under-the-radar signing, but he's been really good for the A's throughout his career. And then Eduardo Escobar just kind of gives him that infielder versatility. He can play second. He can play third base. Hell, I'm pretty sure he's even came, went out and played left field at one point in his career. Uh, he's been on the Twins, been on the Diamondbacks, he's been on the Brewers, but he's a he's a switch hitter guy who will give you a lot of power, thirty plus home run type of guy. And it, the rest of the, I mean, it's it's pretty well known that the Mets are going to lose Michael Conforto, but they replaced it with some more than capable guys that can play their that can make up for that production that they lost. If you had to completely ignore the power rankings, who would you say has the number one chance of winning a ring? I know the default answer is the Dodgers. They're in the talks every single year to to win a ring. I mean, their manager was super confident. He said, "This is the we're we're going to win another ring this year." 
Who do you think is is your number one pick for the World Series champs this year? The Blue Jays. The Blue Jays. I, I think that's it. they have a good shot. They're a great team. They, they made some incredible moves this offseason. Phenomenal team to look at, and I think that they do have a chance. Me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I love an underdog story. Um, I, I think that uh, I think the Nationals have a good enough young player base that they can at least make a run in the National League East. And you know, the last time they made a run in the National League East. Best team since May, uh, May I believe it was the fifteenth, May fifteenth. They ended up taking the wild card, never winning a home game, and winning a World Series in twenty nineteen. So who knows what could happen this baseball offseason? Nevin, thank you for coming on the Forty Man Podcast. Go ahead and do the same thing he did, and follow us on Twitter. You can also follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasting uh, niche market at, as well as go ahead and rate it a five-star, just like my girlfriend who is sitting on the bed behind me did earlier uh, in its career. So like I said, thank you for listening to the 40 Man Active Podcast. Once again, my name is Devin Boxen. Follow us on Twitter at the 40 Man Podcast or on TikTok at 40 Man Podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Y'all have a good one.